All right, straight up, I'm gonna be honest. I am so triggered right now. I just made eggs, and I'm whipping them up, and then I get a mosquito on my back. So, I went to go hit the mosquito. See, he was biting me, he was sucking my blood, and I hooked the lip of my egg bowl, and it flipped all my eggs, three of them that I was scrambling up, all over my notes. My notes that I've had for like a month, that like I put new notes on top of old notes. And it went through all my notes. So I'm really kind of annoyed. I have them laying out to dry right now, but they are smeared. So I'm triggered. I don't understand what the heck that was about. But then there were, oh yeah, and then something else, I, I don't know. Something else happened in the whole process, and it was just like, are you for real right now? Are you freaking for real? Oh, I just had to tell you guys this. Oh, and now, now apparently I have um, a mosquito bite on my ass. So my smooth ass I had has now been mutilated by these mosquitoes. <laughs> okay, 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 I'm gonna calm down. I'm, I'm definitely irritated right now. Like, I don't understand why they have to do the things that they do, you know? It's just so rude of them, so rude of these mosquitoes. Oh, also, today's date is, it is June 22nd, and it was like 1041. Yeah, that was the time. So, now it's 1043, but um, I'll be back. So, I'm going to talk about some stuff in my life that will help you guys out. All right, cool. Those things that I want to talk about might be something like a spiritual awakening or my life, just generally my my life in the past, how shitty it was, you know, just kind of describe all that. Oh, and also many other things that I have no idea that comes up in my head that I want to talk about. But I will talk about the spiritual awakening. All right, cool. Hey, guys. So, you know, actually, I, this this sucks. I, I suck, I know, I totally suck, but I feel like maybe I need to um, talk about like my past, about like who I was in the past and kind of like why I'm doing this. I, I had posted in the beginning, um, I had the, like a little episode of me explaining kind of who I was. Um, I don't know, I just thought it was kind of um, lame. So I, <laughs> I don't know, I just, I think, because it was like my first one I recorded, so I just didn't really think that I sounded like very like I I felt like I sounded like I was trying to be subdued a little bit like I was trying to bring my level down and like I I just want to be me so like I just kind of want to just do whatever I do and that's that and you guys will like that and if you don't like that then that's okay too right um so I guess let's let's talk about let's talk about my past. So, um, <laughs> gosh, this is kind of crazy. See, see, now it gets so technical. Now I feel like I'm doing like an interview or I'm doing like something like, and then it makes me nervous. Um, but I'll try to do this. Um, so in my past, um, I was a kid. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I don't know if I can do this. Okay, I'm going to try to get serious here. <laughs> no. Okay. Hmm. Okay. 
I don't know why I feel like I should laugh right now, but okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, this is happening. Okay, it's eleven twenty-two. I don't know what significance that is, but. <laughs> Okay, this happens to me a lot, you guys. Like, I just get so giggly. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Okay. So, maybe I'm embarrassed. But no, it's like more than that. This is like, I, like, I feel like somebody's trying to make me laugh. Is the time still 11.22? How is that? Okay, it just turned. Now it's it's one one two three, so one two three almost. Okay. <sighs> okay. Hmm. Yep, can't do it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I don't know if this is gonna work. See, this is like I'm just like in this giggly mood, and I I can't get serious because my past was like really serious, and now I can't say serious. I'm saying serious. Okay, okay, I think I've got it together now. Okay. So, I know my past was a long time ago. So, um, I'm just going to talk about the things that stand out to me that seemed significant. I, it might be helpful if I wrote this stuff down, but I just don't like doing that. It's so stuffy doing that, I feel like. But maybe I'm going to have to do that. Um, but let's just try this anyways. Okay, so um, I grew up in... Thank you for that notification. Um, I grew up. It's like a ding, and then I lose my, my train of thought. Like, that's all it takes. I can go into a room and ding. I'm like, oh, what was I doing? Okay. Um, I was talking about myself when I was little. Okay. Um, I grew up in suburbs of Denver, Colorado. Um, I am a Sagittarius. I don't know if I've mentioned that. But I am a classic Sagittarius, um, so if that helps anybody out. Um, and I was an only child. Um, I was bullied um, my entire life as a kid. Um, I just never fit in. Um, I don't have a lot of memories from when I was a child. I don't know if that's typical for everybody, but I like really don't have many. And unfortunately, the ones that I do remember are are ones that, um, you know, aren't so good. Like the the, the bad ones. Um, I my dad he had a lot of anger issues, so I also grew up with that. Um, to be honest with you, I a lot that I remember. Uh, or just of my dad not being a very nice guy to my mom and me. Um, and my mom was just always, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. She was just, the, she was a good mom as far as, like, she made sure that I um, I had food and I, go, I got to school and I did my homework and everything. But I always kind of felt like maybe, I don't know. I don't want to like go down that road saying like I wish you would have done this because again it goes back to the fact that there are no regrets and like they're just essentially teachers in our life path to get us where we need to go but um so I don't want to go negative on that but um I don't know I struggled as a kid I did not like life um 
kids teased me all the time. I remember one time I was in a daycare and I was just like, I just wanted to go home just because I did not fit in. I was just like, oh, I just want to go home, you know, waiting for my mom to come pick me up. And these boys came up to me and just, I was standing, okay, so let me give you a visual. I was in um, a uh, playground and it was like, it had, um, what is that, fencing? It has the loops in it like metal fence what i can't think of the name right now um oh, that's gonna drive me crazy anyways oh <laughs> see this kind of stuff drives me crazy um anyways so i was standing there and i was waiting for my mom to come and i was kind of looking out out of the street and these boys came up behind me and just pulled my pants down and i was mortified um, I didn't know what to do. And also at the same day care, I just remember one time this guy, this is going really negative, but this just kind of tells you kind of like what I went through, I guess. Um, maybe you can relate. Um, but I had fallen, like he used to pick on me. I remember playing tetherball with these, um, these other kids and he like came up and like took over and he just started hitting the ball really hard, like at my face um, and just like attacking me with this ball. And he was like this big, he seemed like a college guy to me. He was probably in high school, but he was like a big, like jock guy. Um, and he like, he always had, he had like this smile and like, he was so cocky. I don't know. This guy stuck with me. He looked like a Ken doll. Um, and he picked on me like crazy. And then I remember, you know, saying, oh yeah, that was actually, um, the same place. This place was awful. It was called Little Red uh, Little Red Schoolhouse, I believe. It was in Lakewood, Colorado. So if anyone's listening to this and it still exists, I hope it doesn't. But that lady was really mean. Uh, I still remember her face. And it was my first day ever going to um, this daycare. It was, it was across the street. It was a little walk down from my school, but it was kind of across the street. Um, and it was my first day. And I was supposed to walk with this group of people back to the daycare. And... I messed up. I overthought it. I remember panicking, like, what if I, and it, it was raining outside. I remember that. It was pouring rain, and I didn't know where to meet them because we had a specific plan to meet them here, but it was raining, and they weren't there, and I I panicked, and so I, I think I went to the office or, or something. I tried to get help, but they left me. The group of people left me because they thought they had everybody. Well, when they found out they had left me, they freaked out. They, they scolded me big time. They came back, you know, I remember just like being yanked around as they were taking me back to the school. It was probably some high school kids. Um, and I remember I had to sit in timeout until my mom picked me up. It was like two and a half hours. It was, this was my first experience at this daycare. Um, and I remember that lady always said, hearty, har, har. Like if you would say, hearty, har, har. Like awful. Wow, that just, like, I really kind of forgot about some of that stuff. But like I said, this will help other people. Um, I've processed it now, I think. I'm sure I still have some baggage, but yeah. So that was one of my experiences. And then just people picking on me all the time. Um, it was just like I didn't understand why me. You know, it was like I became the target, so everyone just assumed I was the target. You know, the one to be picked on. And... Um, so then I also got picked on in high school a lot. Like, I think I had described that before too, but like the girls just didn't like me because I was like, okay, I'm going to be pretty. Maybe if I'm pretty, people will like me. And so I tried that and that kind of didn't work out either. Um, people still didn't like me. Well, 
it's obvious now because I didn't like me. Um, but it is what it is, right? Um, so let me see. Let me gather my gather my thoughts here. Um, so anyways, that kind of like sums up, I would say, I'm sure I'll talk about more stories as they come up, but I was bullied, like bullied my whole life. Actually, I do remember when I went to college, I went to Colorado State University for six months. Um, but my very first days there, everyone liked me. It was so weird. Um, like all these people that I went to high school with that were like kind of my friends, um, they were like all the jock guys, so it kind of makes sense now. But anyways, they were kind of my friends. But I remember they there was like a bunch of them that they were actually in the dorms next to us. And like they were just like, Megan, like they totally loved me. Like I was their best friend. And I ended up having people that um, that like I didn't even know, <laughs> like I'd never met. And they're like, Megan, they're like yelling across campus. And I was like, what the hell's going on? You know, like, where are these people? I don't know these people. That is so weird when you think about memories. Um, so that it started getting better, but I still wasn't really happy with myself. Um, and then actually, well, I met my ex um, in high school. Um, so actually I went to CSU so that could be like where he lived in Fort Collins. Um, but that's another story. Um, let me go back to also the fact of being when, when I was growing up, um, that's probably a good way to go. Okay. Okay. So like, I guess I want to go like to the religious area of growing up. So my family, my parents, um, my grandparents, both sides, they're all very religious people. They're very, I guess they excuse me, identify as Christian. Um, although I had a talk with my mom the other day and she's like, I'm not religious. I'm, I can't remember what she said, but anyways, um, but they believe that, you know, Jesus is their savior or they believe Jesus is God and all that. And, um, obviously you guys all know that obviously like Christianity is one of the biggest ones. Um, so I was raised Christian and I was raised to believe that Jesus was the only way, um, you know, I, I remember asking when I was little, I was like, well, how do you like that? That just can't be like, God wouldn't have done that. Like, I just don't see how God would say, oh, there's only one religion. And if you don't figure this one out, you are going to this place called hell where you will burn forever. You know, that kind of stuff that even when I was a kid, I remember thinking, um, like Buddhism and all that. I'm like, I bet they're all god it's just god using different ways to connect with people um so that they can understand it because he's god why would he do it any other way you know why wouldn't he use as many tools as he could to reach us um and that was kind of also like it's interesting to think of when i say god um who god really is now he's infinite so it's not like he it's also another personification of like God, like as he's like a person, cause he's not that at all. Um, and I always like, so when you have Jesus as your, the person that they're saying is God, you just, that was, again, that was a way for them to put like understanding to God and like, okay, we understand what people are. So we're going to say, God, Jesus is God and that's God. And it gives us something to attach to, um, which worked, right? That worked for then. Um, but now it's definitely time to like, it's been a couple thousand years now. I think that we 
Definitely. And I really feel it. The energy is changing. The world is changing. I'm so happy. Um, I can feel it. I can see it. I know there's a lot of crap going on right now in the world, but that's just like, that's how God that's a universe how the universe works like we've got to release the old to bring in the new so yeah it's gonna be like in construction zone like everything's being broken down and it's like hell right now because we're going through that but like if you know like if you're remodeling or something like that um and then there's new stuff coming in then it's great right so then it all comes together in the end and it's beautiful and it's you've got a brand new place or whatever if you want like an analogy um so that's kind of what's going on in the universe. But I totally went off on a tangent. But that's okay, because that's what I do. Um, anyways, so I was raised super, super Christian. Um, and that is kind of also why I wanted to, to do this podcast, because I'm being called to kind of talk about the, the Bible and Jesus and how J Jesus was awesome and what he did and everything that he had done. Um, but... Anyways, again, I'm getting a little bit off topic. Um, the fact that I was Christian, <laughs> I was raised Christian. Um, it was a lot. It was a lot to go through. Um, and so I actually turned my back on it. I think I was like 15 when I finally was like, I am not going to church anymore, you guys. Like, I don't. This does not click with me. It doesn't make any, you know, this whole, I all of it. It just doesn't make sense to me. You guys are all crazy. And so I stopped going to church. And... Um, then I just, re then I became like kind of atheist, I guess you could say, uh, right? Yeah, atheist. Um, where I was like, I did not believe in God at all. I didn't believe in anything like that. I believed that we just came here, we lived, and we died. And it was just, quote, kind of simple like that, but so sad. Um, and then I had an experience. Gosh, I don't remember when this was. <sighs> I'm, I, I have no idea. I have like a really weird thing with time. I like sometimes three years can seem like 10 and vice versa kind of thing. But, um, it was probably like four years before my real big spiritual awakening, which happened last July. Um, right. Almost coming up on a year anniversary of that. Um, but I had an experience where I was like asking my aunt Donita, um, Gosh, I feel like I might have talked about this, like, but oh well. Um, I my, with my aunt Donita, and I was asking her why she believed in God, and the room just kind of like went fuzzy, um, kind of like a hazy. And this was during my like whole like atheist, like I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are all so stupid, you know, like judging them. And um, so this was really odd for me, um, and I was completely sober. And the, everything got foggy and, um, I saw like Jesus to the back left of me and I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, like what the heck is going on? And I knew it was Jesus and he put his hand on my shoulder and I was like, I'm so sorry. I've denied you. And he's like, it's okay. I've always been here. And I'm like, alrighty then that's cool. Um, and I remember like looking around, everything seemed slow motion. And I looked at my mom and my aunt Donita and I was like, guys, Jesus is in the room <laughs> right now. And I don't remember what they said. And I remember asking them afterwards, um, if I said anything or if I acted weird and they, they seemed like, they were like, no, you didn't say anything. Like you didn't do anything. Like I honestly felt like it was like time froze in that time. 
because when that happened, it was like slow motion. And I remember when she was talking, it kind of like, it was like, like, it was like I went to different dimension. Damn, this is so crazy. Um, and she just started, I couldn't hear her talking anymore. And it was just like this own little universe. Um, so that lasted like what it felt like to me, even though I don't think it was even any time because it's like that time travel thing. Um, I'm thinking it was felt like seven seconds that it, that happened. Um, and then, so that's when I was like, well, holy crap, I guess there's a little more to this earth than I'm thinking here because that was unexpected. And now I believe in God. So, um, I believed in God, but I just didn't do the whole, I still didn't dive back into Christianity or anything like that. Um, I was, I don't know, it just, again, it didn't resonate with me. Um, but I knew there was a God. So I would tell people that story a lot. Like I was like, yeah, this happened to me. Like, if you think you don't believe in God, this happened, you know, but I was like, still like shuffling through the issues with like Jesus and God and like how to handle that. So it just did nothing still was resonating. I knew there was a God and that was that. Right. Um, and then, so then, um, I lived my life like doing with whatever, living in sin, they say. <laughs> I'm just doing whatever, um, just uh, making it, doing the, doing the, um, I guess the old paradigm way, whereas like, you know, you go to work every day, you take your kid to, to um, daycare, all that, you know, all that good stuff, you know what it is, right? Um, so I did that, but I still was like, Bleh. like I didn't like my life, right? Um, I was with my ex at that time. Um, so I got with my ex when I was 16, 17, something like that. And um, we were on and off again for 12 years. I don't even know. It doesn't really matter. It was a long time. Um, anyway, so I was with him and he wasn't the nicest person to me, and I guess I wasn't the nicest person to him. I always felt like he was not nice to me, and I was just lashing out, which is, I still think, the case. But um, I also was not nice, and so I had to own up to that as well. Um, but I just had like this, you know, I was doing the American dream. Um, I was a dental assistant uh, for 10 years, and... I went to work every day, did that, da, 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 and it was just like, oh my God, there's got to be more to this. Like, we do not just do this all day. We don't get up miserable to go to work, go to work all day and be miserable in people's mouths, especially for me. And like your boss, when you're a dental, dental assistant, you are their bitch. Like, if you want to know what another job, like a job title <laughs> that you could have besides like a, even a personal assistant. I mean, you get to have your space, like you could go run errands. But when you're a dental assistant, you are there, right there with them, right knee to knee. And they're like, you're, they're, you're their bitch. Like you have to get them everything. You have to be on it. Like it's a lot of work. And, it, and there's like, and all the dentists I worked for were such a-holes, man. Like, I don't know. Like they were just not nice people. Um, and again... Yeah, I know why. Anyways, um, so I did that for 10 years. Um, I just became super depressed. So, like, um, I worked for this one dentist um, in Littleton, Colorado, 
and I drove for an hour and a half to get there every day because I was living in Fort Collins. Um, and it, I just got to the point where like I was having panic attacks. I, I learned that they were panic attacks. Like the room would just get really like, like a tunnel, like black. And they, again, like I was not doing drugs, obviously. Um, and I was really healthy then. Like I would do runs during my lunch. Like I would come home and work out. Like that was during my like serious like workout phase. I was like OCD on my workout. Um, and so I was really healthy. So I don't know what that was about. But then I learned actually what it was about. During, like I'm going back to that time. Anyways, sorry, follow along with me here. <laughs> um, gosh, <laughs> it's... Okay, so sometimes I, like, when I'm talking through this shit, I, like, it makes me think of something else that, like, connects a dot. So I don't know if you guys, <laughs> if you could just ignore when I, like, drift off sometimes. And maybe, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I guess what I was saying about that is that, so, yeah, I, I had my first panic attack being, being a dental assistant um, at work. Actually, no, so that wasn't a panic attack, but my first one I did. So after that, I went to another place, and it was okay for a little while, um, but that's when I had my first panic attack. And I remember I had come into work, and the front office girl had called in, and we something had happened, so it was like there was like 20 missed calls. It was over the weekend, I think, or something like that. It was really chaotic. And so I had taken care of all the phone calls, called everyone back, done all that, had all the rooms set up for our um, patients to come in and do our procedures and had it all done. I was so excited. And he came in, the dentist came in and I was like, dude, I freaking slammed this out. Like I was so proud of myself, like how I took care of the front and the back. And it was like crazy too, more than usual. And he was like, why are you up here in the front? You should be in the back. And I was like, whoa, like, can I tell you what happened? And I told him, and he's like, great, congratulations. Like, just so rude. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm done. Like, I was, this is it. Like, I can't keep doing this and working for people like this, you know. So I panicked. I still stayed. I just, that's when I started going into a panic attack, and I had never had one before. And so I went into, when we brought our first patient back, um, I sat down to do suctioning, and... Um, I just lost it. He was like, hand me this, hand me like whatever that. And I'm just like, I looked at him like I had no idea what the hell was going on. Like, I just stared at him and he was like looking at me like what the, and my, I felt like I was having, all of a sudden I felt like I was having a heart attack. Um, and I zoned out and I just dropped everything and I ran. I grabbed my purse and I freaking ran to my car and I drove home. And I didn't say anything. Like, I just walked out. Like, it was so dramatic seeing me. Like, I probably left the doors open. I left shit falling on the floor. Like, I was like, I'm out. And I just left. And I was, I like curled up in a ball when I got home the whole day. Like, I couldn't move. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I've never been in such a weird state. That was my first panic attack. And then I had multiple um, of them. Anything, like, it could be... Like, any type of criticism that somebody gave me, I remember just sending me, through, like, through the roof. I was so hypersensitive to any type of criticism. I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, and so, man, I was depressed for, like, 
then I, I, I kind of went through all this like before. So, um, on the past previous episodes or my podcast, um, so let me, I guess like briefly go over it. I guess. So I got really depressed. Um, me and my ex finally broke up after, um, my son, our son was, uh, no, he's a couple months old is all. Um, which is like, we always broke up and got back together, always broke up. So <laughs> it's nothing new. Um, and, um, so I ended up going to my parents' house thinking that that would make him be like, okay, she's left, you know, she's taking the kids, she's going. Um, like I said, I described this before and it didn't. And I ended up getting many charges against me. Actually, let's just say what the charges are. Um, I have a felony because I ended up getting into this girl's car that he was screwing that really pissed me off. Um, and then <laughs> I got a misdemeanor charge for slapping him. And then I ended up texting him about divorce papers, um, which I also messed up because then I texted him on a, a restraining order because I slapped him. So then I got a misdemeanor charge for violation of a protection order. Um, so that's all that. So now I have a misdemeanor and actually I have a felony and two misdemeanors. Um, resulting in the end of my past relationship. So, man, I've been fucking through this shit. Um, <laughs> and so there's all that. Um, and then, like I had described, too, I finally got to the point where I was so, so depressed that I was, like, reaching out for something. Like, I'm like, why am I existing? Why am I doing this anymore? And I remember coming into my parents' house, I Unless you haven't listened to it, briefly to say it, I got in a huge argument. Um, I went to the hospital. Um, they wanted to, you know, make sure I wasn't doing drugs, but apparently my I was taking Adderall for prescribed Adderall, and um, they took me to detox for two days because I was taking quote meth, <laughs> and I lost it, man. I lost it. I was like at the brink. I was so done. And then after that, dude, like, yeah, things have been kind of shit. But after that, oh, my God, like it was literally and I told you, I think I described this, too. I had a moment six months ago um, where I had I'm always asking questions like, why is this? Why are people doing this if this is this and this and this? Right. And I remember asking, I don't even know what the fuck the question was. And it was like the universe was like, oh, you just asked your last question because I had no more questions. I was like, what the fuck? Like I knew everything all of a sudden, all at one time. And I had no more questions. I was like, what the fuck? That was the last question because I'm like, wait a minute. What about that? What, what, what about this question? And I knew the answer to all of it because it all connected. The dots all connected to this one fucking question. I don't know what the question was. But it was freaking epic. And I guess like the Buddhists describe it as nirvana. I was in the best euphoric state of my life for a whole day. I was like, and I just wanted to laugh. Like I was so, but like I cannot explain the way my body felt. Like I, I must have gone to a different dimension because holy fuck, it was really good. Um, and so that happened to me. Well, that was like six months ago. So I totally skipped over my spiritual awakening. See how I'm doing this? I'm like avoiding the spiritual awakening just because, man, it seems like a lot and it seems like it's really important and yet I'm not even fucking talking about it, but I will. And this is already 30 minutes along. So yeah, anyways, it's just keep, just stay tuned in. It's coming. The spiritual awakening is coming. 
All right. So I guess that was a pretty good sum up of like what's happened up until up until now, Megan. Yes. Um, so let's go back. So I'm going to go back to where I said like uh, when I went to the detox. And then after that, my life just like started getting so much better. And up until, okay, so when the pandemic happened, I was living in Denver in my car and um, people, the places that I was staying at, like Lowe's and, and Walmart and stuff, they were complaining. They wanted me to leave. I wasn't allowed to stay there anymore. And like, those were the places that I felt the most safe. And there were my, my places to go to. Like, I was like, okay, they've been so nice to let me do this for as long as I have. Um, and I knew it was coming, but they find like, I don't know if they call the cops or what, but I got like a bang on the window at five. You can't stay here anymore, ma'am. You, you got to just go. And I'm like, this is my place though. Like, this is where I, I had a tree and everything. <laughs> and this is where I got good Wi-Fi, so I could try to continue move, moving forward in my life. Like, can you, it's crazy, right? I have to have Wi-Fi? Wait, maybe I just learned something. Maybe I don't need Wi-Fi. I feel like I need Wi-Fi to like, wow. Maybe I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> but how do you do this world? This new age is technology. I do have to have Wi-Fi, right? Oh, gosh. Oh, decisions. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, yeah, my phone just... Oh, no, I'm still going. I'm still recording. What's up? Okay. Okay, so anyways, I guess what happened with that whole Nirvana thing, um, I just realized, like, it wasn't right after that time. So it was like, wow, like, I was being drawn to do YouTube, and I was being drawn to be an entrepreneur, like, just do my own solopreneur, or whatever you call it. Do my own thing. Make my own money, you know, because also, it drove me crazy. It drives me crazy that we there's like all these tiers of people so you've got these people that make all the money so then they hire these people to do and these people have got enough money so then they hire these people to do the fucking dirty work right so everyone's got to do all the dirty work for all these people way up here while they do it's just such a messed up system and and then nobody's happy because they're doing all the dirty work they're doing all the crap that nobody else wants to do Instead of everyone just branching out and doing their own thing, getting paid for it by people who want that service, and, and, and you're happy doing it because that's what you want to do, that's your passion. So then you go to do that for yourself. Like, if everyone could just tap into that, can you imagine the world? Like, how much better it would be if everyone did what they loved? Like, how much more prosperous it would be, and happy, and how many more ideas we would get, and how we would just, life could get really fucking good. Um, I guess that's part of my plan is like, just to show everyone what we can do. Like you guys, like we can do this. Like we don't have to do, to do all this shit that we've been told that we're supposed to do to make money. It doesn't have to be like this. Um, there is definitely a better way. I don't know the exact way right now, but I know the start and that the start is do what you love to do. And I'm serious. Like if anybody's out, like I... I don't know. I'm just saying, I would just stop working where you're at right now if you hate it and say, you know what? I'm going to start living for me and I'm going to start doing things for me and go home and embrace that shit and know that God and the universe will take care of you if you do that. Man, it'll get good. That's all I'm saying. But I have hope. I know that it will happen. So 
that's why I'm here right now. This is why I'm here. This is my purpose to be a way shower, to help others see the light and, and figure this shit out. You know, it's, it's cool. I'm excited. So like I said, uh, stay tuned, stay tuned because the spiritual awakening is going to come after I do a bunch of drugs and <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I'm saying that because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just nervous. I don't know why. Obviously, if I did a bunch of freaking drugs, I wouldn't be able to talk about it and, and think about it. So I'm kidding, but I love you guys. All right, talk soon. Bye.